Do you know what will happen where you can get news about the Jamaican culture and just learn about how Jamaicans are doing as I said, yard and abroad. You get to learn a new Jamaican Patwa word or even a Jamaican phrase. I look forward to the Patwa word of the day. The Patwa word is Pasa Pasa. Word today is Taco Ram. Our word of the day is Duffy. Kwang. Not like, a, not like a twang, not you. I enjoy tuning in to what a go. It happens every Friday at 7 p.m. So check them out. And bye from Toronto. Dodge, Quebec, La Jamaica. Écoute, what a Yes, I. What a I am a big fan of Wataguan. Relevant and entertaining, so keep up the good work. Watch Wataguan. Big up yourself, Wataguan. Wataguan. Yes, I. Wataguan. Watch Wataguan. Oh, yes, I'm going to go to Wataguan in my yard. Check it out. 7 p.m. Sorry, I was muted. You'd think after all this time of using technology, I'll be I'll know to unmute myself. But I was saying good evening and welcome. It is Friday and welcome to the, another episode of What a Guan. It is your girl from Bunga Town back in the place. We feel like a long time in us, you know. Maybe a long time because two weeks now I haven't been on the show. But welcome back. Time for put your head through the window or out of the front door or send a text, which is now the common thing to do. And let everybody know that Wataguan is on because that's the time. So welcome. It's June. Welcome back to another Friday. And it's Wataguan National. A special shout out to listeners on Fresh FM Radio London. Just to let you know, too, that Wataguan is also available as a podcast on Podbeam, Google, Amazon, iHeart, Player FM, and all other major podcast podcasting platforms. To connect with us, you can visit our website at www.wataguan.ca. And as I say, it's June. Can you believe it? It's almost time for me to be saying Merry Christmas to y'all, but I let us those of us who live in this side of the world enjoy the summer, so I won't talk about Christmas because that means winter. So the year is halfway done. With that said, we can feel the summer coming on. Yay! For June, we will continue to focus on our men. This weekend, we will be celebrating Father's Day. And we want to say a big salute or a big shout out to the fathers out there and a special big up to the real good ones. Today we'll be getting some, listening to some good ones and as they talk about their journey and fatherhood. So we'll be talking to Omar and Siobhan and they will come on later in the show on A Time to Reason. But before we go any further, want to know what time it is. 
Yes, sir. No part of a time. A time for we share one little phrase or one word from our beautiful Jamaican language. And today, that word is boops. When you hear the word, a witch song come to the mind. No, no, that super cat. Oh, you go. See boops day. Run go near me mode. Hey, see boops day. However, the song go. I never know any song word for word, but that's the song that come to my mind. And once you sing that song, it I got to tell you what boops mean, right? So, again, we like when you engage with us. So, remember to drop what the word means, use it in a sentence, in the comment. And it's that little box that's just below your, whether you're using your phone or your laptop, but it's that comment thing just below. So comment in there and let me know what it means to you. So, right? So boops is the word for today. Boops. Last week, we did not have an episode. So we replayed an episode from the previous week where we spoke to Yinka Oledeli and Kenneth Noel, and they shared information on the effects of cancer and men on their families. There's a lot of information on prostate cancer and a lot of, also a lot of resources available to help men to be proactive. The simple message was to get screened and the families, especially the partners, were asked to encourage our men to get screened. It was another great conversation that is very useful in our community. So men out there, remember, go back and listen and go find the information that is needed. We love it when you engage with us. The last couple of weeks, you people have been doing it, doing it right. So I'm encouraging you to continue the engagement. Keep the comments and feedback coming in. Again, in the comments below. You can, if you missed, well, the last episode, you can check us out on our platform which is facebook and youtube those are where you can hit, get the replay um we are also encouraging you to follow us on our social media platform so that's on facebook instagram youtube linkedin or you can check out our website at www.wataguan.ca and just a friendly reminder that guan is two a's all right it's time for us to share some events happening across Canada. In Montreal, the Collective Kitchen Project and the Jamaican Association of Montreal presents free family cooking classes. Join them every other Monday at the JCA um, at 4065 Jean Talon West at five, from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. to learn and create new recipes. To register or for more information, send an email to jamfootstepsprogram at gmail.com or call 514-737-8229. The next session will be on June 26th. In Toronto, plan and attend the JCA Summer Family Fest picnic on Sunday, July 9th at the Kinsbridge Park in Niagara Falls. The cost is $55 for adults, $25 for children under 12, and members of the JCA get $5 off. Price includes transportation, park fees, and refreshments. Book your seats by June 24th 
for this fun family event. For more information, go to www.jcaontario.org or call 416-746-4956. Reserve your spots today. In Calgary, the Jamaican Association Alberta will be hosting our third annual Grabangalang event on Saturday, July 8. Get some real Jamaican cuisine, which will include jerk chicken, fish, ackee and saltfish, plus curry chickpeas for the vegetarians, and a little soup. Order online at jcaalberta.com by July 5th. Pick up at the JCA building between 3 and 7 p.m. on July 8th. Make it a date, order today. In Calgary also, the planning for Carry Fest 2023 has started and the first of many activities has been planned. Join the revelers at the container on July 5th for the band launch. The action will start at 5 p.m. at 1020 2nd Avenue, Northwest Calgary. Start planning your band and join the action. For more information, go to www.carryfestcalgary.com. Now, just a little bit of news from Dungayad. The Jamaican men's team books historic spot to Hockey's World Cup. Sun, uh, for Sunday June, June, oh, Sunday, June 11, 2023, will forever be etched in the minds and hearts of the Jamaican Hockey Federation and local supporters after the national men's hockey team's historic qualification for 2024 Hockey Fives World Cup. Um, Jamaica reached this crucial milestone when they defeated Paraguay 5-2 on Sunday at the Mona Hockey Field, finishing third in the Pan American Confederation Hockey 5S World Cup qualifiers. The, the Jamaicans joined the United States and Trinidad and Tobago in qualifying for the event, which will be hosted in Muscat, Oman, from January 24th to the 31st, 2024. Now it's my next favorite part of the show. It's now time to all a liquor reason with none other than the big man himself, Donovan Simon. So grab like a tea and some crackers because it is now time to all a liquor reason. Thanks for taking the 
as what's up Nicole? Good day. Long, long time you come back. Yeah, tell you. Look oh, like oh. me they gonna fire. I was live in the bushes. Oh, it was it was <laughs> it was good. For coyotes, yeah. but we were yeah, safe. Yeah. So I have yeah. ever learned for this some glamping. Well, well, true, but yeah, you know, you know, the, the camping we have Wi-Fi and TV mm. and, and hot and cold water in the show. May I catch practice? Oh, that's a oh, well, yeah. well, welcome, welcome, welcome back. back welcome, welcome back. And yes, thank when, you. you know, while you were away, there was something called the Car uh, Calgary Black Achievements Awards last week. Yeah, I saw your pictures. Absolutely I, fabulous event, you know, heard, yeah. celebrating the achievements of Black people here in Calgary. Yeah, and, uh, it was it was glam. Yes, but, but it was also very inspiring to to see, you know, the different things. I have to pick up all the Jamaicans, all the Caribbean, everybody, all the Black people mm -hmm. who were nominated and were recognized. Yeah, for, for the work they do. Uh, so. Uh, we have to give a shout out. But today we're going to give a shout out to the, the men. We're going to talk yes. to the, to the fathers uh, about their experience. So I'm going to do the reasoning and then uh, we can chat like a little later. Yeah, man. All right. Cool. Have a good reason. Cool. Uh, greetings again, folks. Welcome to our time to reason here on Watagon. It's my absolute pleasure today to be talking to fathers. Uh, this Sunday is Father's Day. So big uh, shout out to, to all the fathers and an even bigger shout out to the good ones. Because and all of them good. But today we have some good ones. Uh, we're going to have a chat with Siobhan Fuller, who is out of Charlemont, close to Linstead in St. Catherine. Uh, father of Zachary, who is 11. And he's he's also proud to say he's the father of Kingston, who is to be born in, in a little bit. Uh, also have Omar Lewis, who is out of Kingston, Jamaica. Father to, to Mali, who is 11. And Kenya, 16, going on 30. It's an absolute pleasure to have these uh, gentlemen join me today to talk about fatherhood let's bring them on screen gentlemen welcome to a time to reason yeah thanks for inviting me Donovan. yeah man thanks for having us all right uh maybe we should start this off uh, uh, uh maybe Siobhan, because you're you're halfway between being a father already and being a father again i don't know three weeks from now or whatever it lands uh what what's what's the What's the most memorable or pleasurable part of being a father for you? All right. Um, that's a two-part question. The most pleasurable part of being a father is, of, is of course, um, creating a child. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you, the most pleasurable, honestly, like, on a serious note, the most pleasurable part of being a father is providing for that child. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And on a, on a selfish note, you want to always be providing for that child. It's like it's like the child is doing you a service. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's the most pleasurable part of being a father to me. Yeah. Oh, Omar, yeah. you, you've got two teenagers. What? What? Well, one is not really a teenager, although I'm thinking he's one. But um, <laughs> you know, Donovan, I started at the beginning, and it's, it's it's really one of the most memorable moments when it was confirmed that I am going to be a father. Like yeah. just the feeling. You know, and then the immediate emotions you have, you've never seen this child. I mean, the child is, as the doctor put it at that time, like the size of a pea. But just mm -hmm. having that much emotion for a child that you have never met, 
just hearing that, you know, and this is maybe week three or week four, that um, you're going to be a father. That that was one of the most memorable moments for me. And 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 you know, one of the best thing is just just being there. That's that's the presence. Just seeing them grow, seeing them change, seeing them develop, and getting an, a personality of their own. And you know, the first words and the first steps. Those things are you know priceless. And and you only get to enjoy it by by being there. So the best part of it for me is is being there. And I've and I've been there. Even though I'm to be to be there, <laughs> I've been there, and I'm being there, and I'm really, really enjoying it. I won't lie. Uh, I'm sure with it comes challenge. Uh, so let, let, let's let's jump into the challenges first. There are lots of other things we'll we'll talk about, but there's there's that plus side and there's the challenge side, and I, I don't call it negative, just challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, Siobhan, let's let's go with you first. Challenge, like what are some of the challenges that you see as a father? All right, you know, as a father, you're, you're tasked with providing for your child or your children. And um, in order to provide for your children, sometimes you have to do, you have to step, step away from that child. And you, you, you kind of, whether it's work-wise, you have to step away from the child. And that can be a huge challenge. You know what I mean? In order to provide for the child. Because, for example, in my situation, I have to come to Canada and leave my son behind. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And there were days when I was in my gym working out and I would literally break down because not be able to have him beside you. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and so therefore, the challenges are, 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 are emotional. There are sometimes um, conflict issues to the child because remember, challenges can be, and, and I'm looking at it from, from not only, for, for example, some children are born out of so there are different different challenges because there's 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 different principles and morals mm-hmm. that maybe another parent the other parent has. So there mm-hmm. are many challenges, but for me, the end all is that the child comes first. Mm-hmm. And so therefore, I don't look at those challenges. I look at them as just another opportunity to show him how how much I love him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm, I don't really have challenges. It's just that he's given me opportunities to prove to him how much I love him and to the extent that I will go to teach him how to understand. You know what I mean? Because they push him, trust me, especially boys, they push him. <laughs> Believe me. <laughs> I don't want to start to talk yet, but continue. <laughs> uh, Omar, yeah. uh, how do you respond to that? Well, I'll use the word, word challenging still, um, challenges, you know. I, I, I definitely think that there, there are many challenges, but I'll talk about one. And you know, if you talk to my daughter, for example, my daughter would tell her that I'm overprotective. Um, I don't see it that way, but she she totally convinced that that I'm overprotective. But so part of the challenge, Donovan, is is not to be in their way. Um, you know, there are certain things that they need to learn on their own and develop on their own. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. even as parents, and you know, we have more experience on them, whether or not they want to admit it, because we're older. Right. We have been through more. Um, you know, just not allowing our experience to hinder them from growing. You know, right. so the challenge is just not to be in their way, to find that middle ground, that balance that, you know, you're you're being protective, you're being the parent, but you're still allowing them allowing them to grow. Yeah. I, I'll come to moments in a little bit here, but I want to, to share a couple of things here with both of you. I'd love for you to, to talk the audience through mm-hmm. what may have been going on. Javon. 
Boy, that one. You know, first of all, I'm a very emotional father. That one. I would just start my night now. <laughs> all right. You see that 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 red hat and that red shirt that I had on? I wore that to work today. <laughs> I remember when Zachary was going to a school called King Campus in Spanish Town. Nice little private school, them take your bag of money every month, right? <laughs> and he was not getting a level of education that I wanted him to get. So you know what Donovan? I drove my truck, park it and block off the school gate. Because I've been trying to meet with the principal and nobody wants me to. And I blocked up the school gate the day. And I said, you need to meet with me because my son is the most important thing to me. And I sat there and we spoke. I had a long conversation. Long story short, I moved him to another school. <laughs> he was at Catherine Prep in that picture. And boy, I don't know what I, I can't even talk because listen, <laughs> his teachers, they said, they, they told me, Mr. Fuller, your son is very energetic. He's a happy little young man. Whatever you're doing, you're on the right track. You know, and me and his mother try. So when you pull up that picture right now, that, that, that's a surprise to me because that brings back so many memories. So many memories where when I go to school and him see me that day, and he used to stammer at the time because I was wondering if he had a speech impediment. Mm. He used to stammer, you know. And when, when I went there the day, Mr. Boy, I'm to take a picture of him and I took a picture of him at school. And from then till now, green has been his house and the green is still his color. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? All right. Uh, so so here, 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 here's another one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When, when you see stuff like this, what, what comes to your mind as a dad? Joy, you know, joy. Um, I've always been happy, you know. I mean, not saying that we don't go through the same things everybody has got through, but I was blessed with, with, a, with a good upbringing, you know, both parents in the house, dedicated, loving, that kind of thing. So, you know, but happiness took a different meaning when, when, when kids came into the whole the whole picture. Um, so the picture, especially the one that came up on the right with, with me and both of them, you know, we do a lot of moments like that, um, just, just lying in bed or sitting in a chair, watching TV, um, I'm not really somebody who takes pictures, but but <laughs> I try to take pictures of me and them as, as much as I can because it's memories I want to keep 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 a hold of, you know. Um, I spend a lot of time with them, but I always feel like I can't spend enough. And um, so these moments are things I want to keep. I know sometime will come where they won't be where I am. Mm -hmm. you know, living on their own, and, and I want to be able for not only me but for them to have these memories and remember on that particular day what we're doing and you know that kind yeah. of thing. Uh, there is sometimes the stereotype that Jamaican fathers are generally not good. Uh, can can both of you share what your experience with your father was and how that has influenced you as a father? Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. All right. Um, you know, Donovan, I was secretly hoping you wouldn't ask about my father. I was hoping you wouldn't ask about my father. Uh, we, we give some time to settle through that. Omar, what were you going to say? Donovan, I don't know if I any better than you know. Um Chevron said he was emotional, and I don't know if he was joking or not. I guess he wasn't. But, but anybody will tell you, you know, I can't spend much time talking about my father. He died in, in 08. 
But um, part of the reason I even accepted the invitation, because Nicole was surprised I accepted the invitation. Any opportunity I get to talk about my father, I'll take it. Um, you know, my father was, as you say, in Jamaica, and I use the words what was because, you know, he, he's dead. Um, the boss, like, there is nothing more I could want from a human being than I got from my father. Mm -hmm. um, and one thing come to mind, because it's not the first that somebody asked me a question like this, you know, like my, you know, as Jamaicans, we used to the term garrison, but we use it in, in, in politics. Mm -hmm. My house is a garrison in the sense that Donovan, no matter what is going on on the road, the moment I come through that door, Donovan, I am totally safe. Mm -hmm. No, no fear, no doubt, not, not all, totally safe. Everybody within that household was on my side. And that is how I was how I was raised, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll tell you quickly, and I'll to go back to Siobhan. Um, when I was going to primary school, I'll tell you what my father said to me. And this is just, you know, putting everything in a nutshell. This is how my father was. He said to me, he called by my middle name, which is Shane. He said, Shane, anybody lick you, lick them back. <laughs> if you can't lick them, come call me. And that's how my father was. You know, this picture of a mother hen over her children, protecting them. I got that from the rooster, which was my father. Not to say my father didn't provide that. But mm. I'm telling you the kind of man my father was. The things about showing emotion and love and how men don't show emotion and men don't show love, that's a stereotype. I can, I can dispel that in every way possible. My father was everything but that to me. And it's, it's you know, I, my biggest... my. The things that make me the most sad in life is that my kids will never get to meet him because Kenna met him, but when he died, Kenna was maybe one, one and a half, so mm -hmm. she don't remember him. So the, one of the things that make me sad, like really, really sad, is that they only have stories and photographs, but they won't get to know him anywhere close to, oh, I know that man, my father. Yeah. Do you, uh, you still want to say anything, Big? Yeah, man. I have to say right. something, man. So, get a little emotional because, you know, as much as how I tried to run away from certain aspects of my father, I could not. Genetics is a hell of a thing. The same way my father played Domino and the same way he behaved, the same value he places on education, that's who I am. You, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The same characteristic, the same charismatic attitude, that's who I am. So I could not run away from being the splitting image of my father without looking like him. You understand what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, my dad placed a lot of emphasis on being independent as a man. And I'll give you one story. I remember when I was going to UTech and... Um, I got my first job, big up to Donovan Eden. I got my first job as a property manager of a Caribbean estate. And I told my dad, I said, Daddy, you know, I get a job I need for buy a car. And him said, yeah, I'll save the first half of the money. And then we'll help you. And Donovan, believe me, I saved the first half of the money. And I go to my father. I'm going to go to my father say, all right, they saved the first half, but I'm going to save the second half now. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> That gave me such a drive to achieve. Donovan, when I was coming, to, listen, my father is never, my father was a consultant for the government, traveled 
Japan, all over the world. Just like how me travel and me study and me achieve that's what that was my dad. You understand? And now he has Alzheimer's and he can't react to me. So when you see that monster, that giant of a man that you look up to and he can't even understand money and he's a millionaire, it kind of breaks you down. You understand what I mean? Mm -hmm. So one thing with my father, school, have to go to school. My father never believed in a church, but you have to go to church with your mother. <laughs> <laughs> my father, I remember one day, my father was going to go play domino at the bar. And my mother said, go on back to your father. And I start walking back to him and he turned around in the mud. And the man said, listen to me. You say, if you follow me come this road, you're not going to like it. You know? I said, yeah, man, not come, man. I'm going to go with him and him carry me. Carry me go to the bar. I'm sit down on the stool. And I'm telling you about a Jamaican named Sputnik. I don't know if you know Sputnik. Yeah, man, yeah, man. No, you man. Yeah, man, yeah, man. Sorry, hold on. And by the time he sit on my wall, go home because this thing boring to me. You know? Yeah. But he said, all right, we'll never so learn a hard lesson. <laughs> you know, me and my father have ups and downs, and I'm not going to make it long. I just want to say that because of the relationship of me and him have, I've written my book, and in my book, I've referred to several fathers in the book because I've been blessed with not a father-in-law, but a father-in-law. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what I realize is the relationships that I've been in, the intimate relationships that I've been in, I've always learned something from my partner's fathers. So from one father, I learned about business. You understand what I mean? Roger McCarthy, I learned about business. From Peter Reed, I learned about principles of life and being a man and holding a word. From Aral Wright, I've learned about the spirituality of a man. So all of my relationships serious relationships that I've been through, I've learned from my partner's father. So I've had many fathers, not many, not too much, because I've been in a lot of relationships. <laughs> but I've had, and I've learned from all my fathers how to actually be a man. Yeah. You know what I mean, Donovan? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and, and even to this day, hey, Donovan, listen. You know what? Next question. I don't want to share that. Uh, but you've gone to a good point in terms of the influence. And I want to maybe get from both of you the influence of the community and father figures. Mm. Right? Uh, have you experienced any of those? And is this still a thing in the community? Donovan, I don't know if this answer is going to be like a popular answer. But the community thing and the father figure thing, I never experienced that. Mm hmm I had one father figure, and that was my father. Mm -hmm. um, my my mother's brother, he came into my life when I was young, you know, but he was like, based on his age and, you know, the relationship we had, he was more like a big brother more than even an uncle and definitely not a father. Mm -hmm. so, and, and I never, you know, like how people would talk, like, you know, perhaps even more in the rural part, people would say, like, if you're on the road and somebody see them can beat you and send you home and get another beat, that couldn't happen to me, Donovan. Mm -hmm. nobody had any right to beat me. Because mm -hmm. if I went home and I said to my father, Donovan, see me on the road, and Donovan beat me, Donovan again, I sounds like a problem my father. Mm -hmm. That's how he was raised. I'm, I was raised. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Mm -hmm. but yeah. That's how I was raised. There was no community outside of 
like my my aunts and uncles, but they knew as well that they could discipline me and that kind of thing, like speak to me and what they could not in any way like they want to get physical like they, they couldn't do that. Mm -hmm. So I yeah. never experienced anything anything like that at all. Yeah. Shevan, what about you? Well, you know, I am the total opposite. <laughs> because no, it's the truth. I was everybody's spitting upon a black, believe me. Uh, Listen, me, I Donovan, let me go through this. Right? Let me go through this. At church, I had fathers at church, father figures. Mm -hmm. Leroy Turner was a father figure to me. Uncle Boozy, which is Miss Harris, was a father figure to me. Because when my mother was in church and she was active, while she was up there, someone had to take care of me. Mm -hmm. And I was I was the child that eat up in food. You know, everybody like the child would eat up in food. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> so I was well loved. Yeah. In my little corner there, where I live in Charlemont housing scheme, I had many fathers too. Mr. Buchanan, Mr. Buck, take care of me like his own. You know, Mr. Ratchet and, and, and Mr. Benjamin. So those men took care of me. But I want to shout out to the teachers that play a father role in my life. You have Mr. Lewis from St. Diego. Mr. Moody from St. Diego. Mr. Cole from Dintel Technical. Those men. And Mr. McPherson from Dintel Technical. And Mr. Clark, the principal at the time of Dintel Technical. Those men played father roles in my life. Mm -hmm. So I had goal for father. Not to say my mother was promiscuous. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Cole, man. There are so many fathers yeah, and even yeah. friends that I took, I took on a father role in my life. Yeah, because many, many communities have that, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. The father, listen, even the Dan of my community at one point played a father role in my life. You understand? I, really? I had to, I had to, because I tell you something. I never live in a garrison. Charlemont is not a garrison. But you see, when you're passing the quote unquote dance, mm. when I was growing you sure it have to talk in and I come from school. Yeah. So even though he didn't directly say to me, I should bring myself to that level of dignity and decorum, I know that I'm passing someone who is, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, respected. Sure, yeah, yeah, sure, respect. so I have to carry myself like this. Yeah, yeah, for sure, respect. You have a, you have a teacher named Mr. Mark, listen, you know, he never teach at my school, you know, because you're at primary, he teach at Jericho and he still beat me, you know. <laughs> I had a lot of holy performance. <laughs> so be blessed. Uh, let, let me ask both of you because there is sometimes the perception that African culture has influenced our tendencies uh, to, to sow the seeds widely. Uh, I was watching a thing a couple of years ago, Elephant Man, I was saying, I have 22 kids, but he's a great father. <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, is, is there a balance in terms of what should be expected of a father and what does that expectation look like? Well, Donovan, I guess it define, it depends how you define father and then mm -hmm. how you define great father. Because mm -hmm. maybe by his definition, elephant man, he is really a great father by his definition. No, for me, you know, I have two kids. And as I mentioned earlier, it's like with work and you know, being everything else. Like, how do you spend enough time with two children? Mm -hmm. So if there were 22 children, highly likely 22 of them not going to be in the same household. Right. 
highly, highly likely. I don't know how I'd split myself to spend enough time because time to me is important and being present is important. Mm -hmm. That's how I define in, in, in a way being a father. Right. So I'd have to pick some of them who I'm present with and some of them who get food and some who don't get food because I couldn't do that the same thing for 22 people. Yeah. Um. So, you know, a great father, even a father, to me is somebody who is there, somebody who, you know, supports the children as, as Trevor said, provide for them. I mean, it's not the only role, but you need to provide for your child. You need yeah. to provide not only financially, provide some sort of security. Um, like I tell her, I know so when I come home, I did safe. I want my kids to feel that way as well. Right. I want my kids to feel loved. And part of me showing them love is showing up to their events at school, um, taking them to the events, dropping them out, picking them up, spending time with them, that kind of thing. So mm -hmm. it's physically impossible for me to do that with, with 22 kids. Yeah. Uh, Shaban, what's your take? Can, can yeah, it be effective? Un unless your, your job is, is to be a stallion, a, a serviceman, sorts, you shouldn't be having 22 kids. Not in this thing. I don't want to. Listen to me, Donovan. I wake up in the morning, and if it's me and my wife, I will prepare breakfast for the kids or the kid. He takes up so much time. He's like a full-time job. So how are you going to adequately provide what these children need to get the best quality life? Now, talking about money, you know, because we know mm -hmm. elephant man have money. Well, supposed to have money. Mm -hmm. There is no way that I see it possible for you to cut yourself in 22 ways. Yeah. Now listen to me now. If you are if you have all 22 kids under one roof that's a different story. Mm. In which way I'm pretty sure that he has 22 <laughs> kids with probably 21 <laughs> be a mother. Maybe 22. Mm. Maybe 22 too. There you go. So my, my philosophy is this. Listen. If I have my children, they're supposed to be able to learn my principles through my day-to-day -day actions. Right. And if I have to, if I can't reinforce who I am as a man to them by showing them and teaching them, I am no, I am not the father that I should be. I am not the optimum dad. You know what I mean? So therefore, and it, it, it just don't make sense. It don't make sense for a man of 22 kids. Like, what were you thinking, bro? Or, or maybe not thinking, but that aside. Because back That's in the days, people used to have 12 and 15 and 16 right. in, 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 in one, one home as well. Mm -hmm. right? That's what I'm saying. Uh, so so I, I suppose that matter of what, what our measure is in, in modern times, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, but you talk about the optimum dad. Uh, if I if I switched it around and I talk to your children, if I talk to Zachary, uh, uh, Shevan, what is he gonna say? Dad is like, well, uh, Zach, <laughs> come here, please. I come here. You're looking come, grab me, come, mind him not. You're kidding me. No, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't, so I wouldn't be so brave and call my dogs when they think about me. <laughs> Are you serious? No, when I jump, my <laughs> you watch this, Zach. Uh, After until, play again, until Zach comes, yeah. what, what, what do you think about you? Well, 
It depends on which they ask him, Donovan. Because <laughs> some days I'll be the greatest father ever in life. Right? Come here. And then some days, you know, like today, for example, if you ask my, my, my daughter, she'd she'd be more reserved with our with our with our compliments. But but in general though, um my kids uh, know I love my kids know I love so them. We're, so we're doing an interview about Father's Day. And we're doing an interview about daddies. And they asked me if they were to ask my son what kind of father I am, what would you say? What would you say? He, he, he looks very happy. <laughs> what else? I also love you. You have to amplify what he said, Siobhan, because I never hear all They didn't hear you. Speak a little bit louder. I said loving. Loving. Mm -hmm. Found self. <laughs> okay. The best that ever. <laughs> Sound like <laughs> some pride. Yeah, put words in my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Zachary. But, 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 but every night, almost every night, my living room, you see? And he said, Daddy, can you put me to bed? And deep down inside my heart, I just do it for my sake. Mm -hmm. It's not for him entirely, but because I was, remember now, I came to Canada on a journey and I didn't see him, I didn't have him for four years. Mm -hmm. So I remember Omar said, it's like time is never enough when you're spending time with your kids. Sometimes Donovan, I just wake up and just go look for him and Sometimes I just go in the room and hold him up and kiss him and then deep sleep and just smile. Because he knows that he's there. Mm -hmm. That he's there to provide for him, that he's there to protect him. Nobody watch the two tears then when you sit down and protect my son at all costs. I'm not clear people. Yeah. <laughs> Donovan, no. Okay. I'll give you a case in point, Donovan, quickly. I see my son's school send a letter to me. I don't know if this was on the thing to be discussed, but they sent a letter that they're going to teach my son sexuality. You plan to discuss anything like that, Donovan? No, go on, talk, man, yeah. Send a letter, so they're going to teach my son about sexuality. I, I am not objecting to you teaching anybody who you want to teach. But he grew, he, he grew up in a Christian home. He will learn my Christian principles and what I said. When you're 18, you can do whatever you want to do because you're no longer a child. Donovan, we, it is a must. You, oh, I'll give you a fact. Omari, did you know that the pounds per square inch of, a, of the shake hand of the man in today's society is 60% less than it was 20 years ago? No. <laughs> Listen, no. Omar, man on a man again. <laughs> And I will, ref I will not let anybody or any system grow my son. I said, listen, they say, oh, between these hours, they'll be teaching him this and that. I said, well, he's not going to school. I tell his, his, his mom that live here, he's not going to school. And I call his biological mother, tell her, 
is not going to school on those days. You will learn my principles and our family principles. You will not. And please make sure that the students at school do not discuss what you teach them with other peer students. Because Donovan, this is a, this is a, this is a, this is a, no, I don't want to use the word war. Mm -hmm. We're at battle with saving our young men, Donovan. Yeah. No young man, no young kids not growing up. You ask them what they want to be now, what they're going to tell you, Donovan? They want to be chopper. What's a chopper, bro? You want to be a cutter? You want to be a knife in a kitchen? That's that, that how Jamaica do. <laughs> Donovan, listen. No, hold on, hold on. The chopper, chopper, chopper. Donovan, hold on, Donovan. Yeah. I work for the largest auto wrecking company in Alberta. Yeah. My oh, that's a different boss chopper. has a son. Do you know what he does, does for a living? Impossibly does chopping, but that's a different kind no, of No, chopping. no, no, no. He depends on his dad for a living. Oh, okay. All right. Donovan, listen to me. Man and a man no more. And we need to hold our children and br bring them up in our principles, Donovan. So, all right. One of the questions that I was going to get to, and maybe both of you can chime in on this, was, so what are the key lessons that the fathers of today have to teach? And as you are on your journey, so I hear you, Siobhan, for example, I am going to teach my son uh, how to be a man. Right, right. And what that means and what my principles are. Uh, what are some of those key things and key things that messages or lessons? I mean, that fathers have to teach. Let's, let's bring Amar in on that. Okay. You know, no, I keep saying <clears throat> how important it is for me in my mind. You know, presence how important that is. So the thing about teaching somebody how to become a man. Let's let's go back to my father. Like my father never yet like sit me down and said to me. Omar, a man does this, a man does that, a man shouldn't do this, a man shouldn't do that. And my father wasn't perfect, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that. Mm -hmm. He's a human being. But just looking, observing, seeing the kind of man my father was, the kind of husband my father was to my mother, the kind of father he's to me and to his other children. I mean, just observing to me is the biggest lesson because he could say anything he wanted to say, but if him life don't support that kind of living, then it's a wasted... Um, word but if your actions support what it is you want to aspire to be and you think is good then you, you probably learn so to answer your question me being here with my kids me dedicating as much time as is humanly possible to raising them to guiding them to be an example to them when i'm wrong admit i'm wrong apologize that kind of thing but like like chevron never give me a chance to answer the, the question but I asked Kenya the same question. I never asked Miley, but I asked Kenya, my daughter, like how she would describe me. And one of the things she said is that you are not afraid to show emotions. And that helps you to be a better parent because mm -hmm. you understand people's emotions. So like for my son, you know, where men are not expected to have emotions. And if you have emotions yourself, he's not getting that from me. I can tell you that. Mm -hmm. You know, I am very emotional. I don't hide my emotion. Not to say I walk around crying every day for no reason. <laughs> but if, if I want to cry, I cry. No, that's over. I'm not like that no over. No, hold on. No. But the offense is that over. No, 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 man. Seriously, if, if, if there's something that... Like, you if you're not talking about... You just start crying for nothing, Bridget. Yeah. If not talk about my father, for example, Donovan and Siobhan, and it reach a moment, I am going to cry. Everybody know yeah. that. My mother know yeah. that. My wife know that. My kids know that. And mm -hmm. I don't see no shame in that kind of thing. 
Yeah. So I'm raising him to be a man. And a yeah. man don't mean being an animal. Yeah. And he's learning these things, not from me saying to him, Mali, you need to do this, you need not to do that. But he's looking at me at, when he's older, which is what I did unconsciously. He'll he be able to, to take what he wants to take from me as a parent and improve yeah. on it. There's going yeah. to be things that he won't like and he'll leave yeah. it where it was. But yeah. just living and being present to me is how you show them how to be a man. Yeah. Uh, we're running out of time, so we have one more question for both of you. Uh, what's, the, what's, the, what's the highlight of the journey for you so far? And as you look forward as a father, what, what, what more do you look for in the journey? Should I want to go first? Sure. Um, the highlight of the journey so far is, is to is to see that my child has found himself. I I used to think that the best children are the ones that are inclined and are skewed towards scholastic achievement. I have realized within myself, within my family, that my child has found himself. He's a very loving being. You know what I mean? And he has taught me who he is without me asking him or without me trying to put a definition on him. Because as parents, we tend to want to say, okay, my son is going to be a doctor, he's going to be a lawyer, he's going to be a judge, he's going to be a fireman or whatever. My son has taught me, Daddy, I am a loving person. Do not define me by my career. Do not define me by my scholastic achievements. Just define me by how, define me by my character. Mm -hmm. The other day, I, I, I did a, I had a little health scare. My blood pressure was high. And my son come home and say, oh boy, Zach, you know, daddy blood pressure high and daddy stressed because daddy, this and that they are on business Jamaica, that they are this, this, so many things and that is thing. And so okay. And I said, you know, daddy have to change his diet and daddy have to start work out. Donovan, believe you me. When I tell you that this young man get up and say, Daddy, let's go for a walk, time to work out. So what? He said, Come on. Can I go to our school? I said, Yes. And go to school and work out, play basketball. Within two days, Donovan. My blood pressure was optimum. And I say this to say that, that I cannot ask for more from my son. There's no more I can ask for. I have a daughter who is, she's literally going to be born in a couple of months. And I can already tell how excited I am and how excited my son is and how excited my wife is. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so therefore, Donovan, I can't ask for anything more for the future, but for them to be themselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Omar. Highlights, Donovan, are like too many to mention, but, but you know, just to say, you know, there is this thing that says men are from Mars, men are from Venus, or the other way around. Um, girls are also from Mars and boys are also from Venus because my kids are in so many ways different. Mm 
you know. True. So if I had, if I had, if I had before them, if I had a preconceived way that I'm going to raise them this particular way, they would have shattered it, you know, because I cannot deal with both of them the same way, just based on who they are. Mm-hmm. So the highlights are just have been just to see them grow and see them change and see them develop a personality and that kind of thing. And, and in, in terms of looking forward, you know, if I have one prayer, one wish, it would be to be here for a long time in a good condition to see them grow even more and mm-hmm. to see them become adults and to see them become who they want to be and to offer whatever support I can offer them. If I had one wish, Danava, trust me, that would be my only wish. All right, listen, we could go on forever. This has been absolutely fantastic. Uh, thank you, gentlemen, for being here. Happy Father's Day when it comes on Sunday. But you know what? And same to you. You're a father yourself. Don't forget. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> keep, keep plugging along and doing what you do. It's fantastic. Yeah, man. Thanks. Siobhan, Donovan, Donovan, I want to say that I appreciate the opportunity that you've given us as fathers express ourselves. I always tell my queen that heaven is the head that bears the crown. Because as fathers, as men, as kings in the household, who do we call upon when we have issues? You know? Mm-hmm. So Omar, yes, my brother, I salute you. Respect. Donovan, I salute you. Let us all carry on touch of being fathers in role models and just do the right thing, you know? Give thanks. All right, brother. Take care. Both of Keeps getting better, doesn't it? Yeah, I tell you. I mean, I background I did it, love though. Chevron, funny, but <laughs> I'm not sure if you would appreciate me saying that, but he's hilarious. Uh, la, la, lots of good points, though. Lots of really, yeah, really good points. You know, it's always, always interesting to discuss the the journey, uh, especially with our Jamaican men. Yeah, because it's it's not something we talk about a lot, and uh, mm-hmm. there there's there's sometimes a tendency to have a skewed and in some cases a wrong perspective of how Jamaican men look at yes. fatherhood and how how well they take on the, the, the task. Yeah, yeah, which is true. Um again and as you say we tell every time we see it it's always the negative but yeah the ones that are out there and I and and I think I would want to think that you have more good ones than you have bad ones. It's just the bad ones seem to always take take the, the light, but there are a lot of a, a, a good ones out there who are doing their thing and that comes from sometimes the example that they learn from as Chevron say he had many fathers so mm-hmm. even if his biological dad wasn't present, he had a lot of the example that mm-hmm. he could have learned from and, and, and used those in how he's parenting his kid Yeah, yeah we had a few comments of course Glenn Glenn. Glenn said, you know, it was great to hear these stories and 
I think there's another one that says, great to, to see the dads with their children, you know? Yeah. Uh, people have no, no idea how much some dads care and sacrifice yeah. for their children. And that, that, is, that is so true. Sometimes yeah. in the background, you know, people, people don't see. You know, one of the things I, I recall about my father is my father used to be away a lot when I was a kid because he worked on the railway and mm -hmm. but my father always came over came home with a bag with something. Always. Yeah. My father don't come home without a bag with something in you know, breadfruit, bread, bun, something. Mm -hmm. My father always, always came home, came home with it's little things that 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 you see, you know, and, and yeah. you know, uh, over the years, uh, you know, they're, they're little things. Even now, as 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 an adult, you know, my 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 father, as a, as a, when I was a little boy, he was always wanting to give me experiences, mm -hmm. limited, you know, and you know, he would say to his friends or his coworkers, "I'm a son, man, give me a run," you know. There's always <laughs> something that he could. If he could could give me that experience right. that that he'd want to, so there there are a lot of fathers who have, you know, gone out of their way as best as they can they can or they could, uh, to 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 make that journey. And you know, I I'll go on record and I say, over and over, one of my best experiences in life is being a parent. Right. I I absolutely have enjoyed my parenting journey, right, and and some of the this the stories I hear from other people. I'm like, well, I don't know if I've been spared. But <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if but I've never felt that way. Right. Right. So uh yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. good stuff, you know. Good stuff, yeah, good stuff. So yeah, you know, time run out. Uh, it was another great, great thing. And like I said, for all all the fathers who watched this before, Father's Day or after Father's Day, big up all the fathers but especially the ones that are good ones yes right especially the ones that are good ones yes all right we're gonna run because uh yeah, time's man. off take care all right all right yeah man and happy father's day and enjoy your day of pampering <laughs> or <laughs> whatever you get we'll see all right cool all right cool yeah uh, well folks i hope you enjoyed that reasoning yes glenn that was a great sharing and you know again it's good to hear fathers not just the ones who go around and populate but those who take the time to to actually be fathers because it's, it's more than just making the children right there are other responsibilities that go with it dream team lovely discussion yes it was um so again happy father's day to the fathers out there and this goes to who are, those who are actually fathers you might not have fathered a child biologically but you are standing in the gap with someone else thank you so much and happy father's day when it comes i hope you get all the pampering that you deserve so for next week's show we'll be looking at achieving financial well-being and creating financial wealth um there is no question that money is needed to get things done the question is what is your financial well-being how is your how are you where are sorry where are you creating financial wealth Financial advisor Dermaine Whitaker will join us to dive into the topic, which is sometimes uncomfortable to do. 
this will definitely be another good one. And you want to ensure that you're here to hear the to see this episode. Um, remember, you can share your message on Wataguan National. You can do this while we share our stories and experiences. Advertise with us as we grow. Contact us via www.wataguan.ca or our social media handles, which is Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Instagram, and I just mentioned the webpage. So you can also connect with us if you're interested in getting more information or to advertise with us. You can connect with us via email at wataguancnd at gmail.com. And again, remember, guan is two A's. I'm again imploring folks to follow us on our different social media platform, right? Ooh, no one, I almost forget my pato word of the day. I don't see anybody say anything about boops, but a boops is a sugar daddy. And it normally, I don't know if it can be a sugar mommy, but I think in these times it should also be a sugar mommy. So whoever that person that you depend upon to take care of all the financial aspects of your life is a boops. So sugar mommy, sugar daddy. In the Jamaican way though, is it would normally be a sugar daddy. So hope somebody will. I don't know if boops exist anymore. But remember folks to always engage with me, especially when it's the patwa word or phrase, because I like to see what people understand these words to mean and to also see it used in a sentence. All right. So just to go back to follow us, check out our social media. So Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, or jump on our website. Follow us, share the thing like food, and make we make what I go on national, proper national, worldwide we want it go. Again, it's another week, and this is your girl from Bongotown saying, see you next week. Wanna walk good now? <laughs>